Welcome into the Peep Show. I'm Brad Wakai alongside my co-host, Johnny Hazoff. Small panel again today. We are feeling some of the midseason blues apparently here on the Peep Show. But I am joined by Tommy Dautry as well as Jordan Nikita as we are going to not do necessarily a recap of last week or necessarily a preview of this week. We're just going to update you with our standings before jumping right into picks that we're going to be making for week five on Run Your, on Run Your Pool. Um, Hayes off without further ado, I'll hand it off to you. If you want to give us the week four results and then the overall standings. Yeah. The week four results, uh, Nick went four and one. Actually, everyone had a pretty good week here. Tommy three and two, Brad three and two, Oakman three and two, TJ three and two, Tyson three and two, Freiburg three and two. And then, uh, two outliers myself at two and three, but I'll take that. And Jordan at one and four. So he's at the bottom of the barrel this week. Um, current year to date leaderboard Brad's at 14 and six, Nick's at 12 and eight, TJ 11 and nine, Tommy and Tyson at 10 and 10 at 500, Bokelman at nine and 11, uh, Jordan eight and 12. I am seven and 13, and Freiburg is slowly trying to catch me. He's at five and 15. <laughs> All right, well, that is your update on where we're at, we're at so far, four weeks in. Week five is interesting, and I did want a little anecdote. You know, last week, first time the sports books have reported a loss so far in the NFL season. So public raking in last week and making a little cash against the sports books. Nobody feel bad for them though; they got plenty of money. They got plenty of cash, so no need to shed a tear here. And actually help us set the standings. I think this week's a little different. There's some interesting lines. There's some big favorites on the board. There's a lot of road favorites as well on on, on short road favorites too, which is interesting which suggests on a neutral, they'd be more than a field goal. So, and always on run your pool, we have different numbers than what you may see on your sports book, whether that is a domestic or a local sports book. So keep that in mind when we're running through this, since this is a contest. Uh, as always, we have right to change injuries. Now that we're getting into more and more into the middle part of the season, there are going to be more injuries. We're recording on Wednesdays. So we have the right to change our picks as we go through it. But let's just jump right into it. Then I'll, I'll start off. I, I am not very confident this week. Full disclosure here, boys. Um, my first pick, I'm going to do Bucks minus eight and a half. I think last week be, that defense got shredded by Kansas City. I still think this is a top three unit in the NFL. I, I mean, they're, they're really good. They've, they've performed really well through the first three weeks. And then last week they had to face Patrick Mahomes after they were displaced in Miami practicing due to the hurricane. They're back home. They play an Atlanta team that I think is a little overvalued right now, 4-0 and against the spread. I think the Bucks put on a good performance here. Their offense got going last week, and I think they're going to have a good performance this one. I, I can see them winning by 10-plus in this one. So I'm going to lay it with the Bucks minus 8.5 as they look to get right and stay above 500 here. Uh, second one, this is a gross one. Jets plus 3.5 against the Dolphins. I think the number may be off with Teddy Bridgewater here. He hasn't played like meaningful football in a while, getting benched last year for Drew Locke and obviously Tua being the starter here. So I think that may mess with the ratings a bit and the power ratings in general. Plus, Jets getting Zach Wilson back. He didn't look necessarily great against the Steelers, but this is another full week of practice with his weapons. I think they're starting to get a little bit healthier there in New York. So this is a number play for me, plus three and a half at home. I'm going to be riding with the Jets. Now, another one, another home dog here for me, Cardinals. I, I'm mainly playing the spot here. They didn't have to exert too much energy going out to Carolina last week. 
you know, they started to get it rolling in the second half. You could see why uh, the, you know, people were intrigued about this team heading into the season and why they look good to start last year, uh, last year in the start of the season. I think this is a, mainly a spot thing I'm playing against Philly. Um, big win, big emotional win against their ed, uh, old head coach, Doug Peterson. Had to come back from 14 down and played, I think, you know, the, the first time they were really tested in a football game. And now they're going out to play the Cardinals before coming back east and playing the Dallas Cowboys. So I think this is a good spot. Now, I don't know if they're going to lose to the Cardinals. I just think they may not blow them out. And five and a half is a weird enough number. Well, I'll take that with the home dog and the Cardinals who may start to figure some things out. Another spot play for me here, too. Rams minus four and a half at home. Uh, yeah, they just got punked by the Niners. They were pushed around. We have gone, I think, way too crazy on how we're looking at the Cowboys. Yes, Cooper Rush has played well, but I think the Rams, again, they're coming back home. They didn't have to go far from San Francisco. They want to make a statement. And, again, the Cowboys maybe looking a little bit ahead for that matchup against the Eagles. Is Dak Prescott back next week against the Eagles? That's kind of up in the air. There's some – kind of chatter about, you know, if he's going to be back for this week or not. So I think this is a good spot for the Rams. I'm going to lay it four and a half plus. It's gone up to five and a half, ticked up a point, which I think probably should be where that line's at anyway. And then my lock of the week, I'm going to play Saints minus five and a half here. I understand they're coming back over from London, and that's not a great spot. Normally you have a bye week after this. But Jameis didn't play, gave him another week to get healthy. So I, I actually think that is good. For them coming back home and hosting a game against the Seahawks team whose defense is awful. And the last time they played a good, solid defense was the 49ers. They didn't score a single offensive touchdown. Saints still have a solid defense. This will be the toughest defense since they faced the Niners um, in, in the Seahawks. So I like Saints lock of the week minus five and a half. Those are my picks. Bucks minus eight and a half. Jets plus three and a half. Cardinals plus five and a half. Rams minus four and a half, and then Saints minus five and a half. Hazoff, who are you rolling with this week? <laughs> so after your analysis there, I just switched a bunch of my picks. So we're gonna see. Oh. What, <laughs> we're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens here. I uh, yeah, I love the Rams at home. Um, I would probably love this a lot more if it's if it was uh, minus three instead of four and a half, but. Um, I think Dallas is going to come down back down to reality a little bit. I think Cooper Rush will get his if if he plays or if, if Prescott plays. I just I don't like the Cowboys in this spot. Um, very tempted to pick Philly, but I do think with that emotional win last week um, over the Jaguars, where they had to come back, um, I think they're going to be in a little bit of a letdown spot. It seems like Arizona is really starting to figure things out. I love the points here, so give me Arizona plus five and a half. Uh, this is one I keep going back and forth on. New England had that mm. OT loss to uh, the Packers this past weekend. Um, but Detroit's going to come into New England. I like New England minus three and a half. Um, I can't see them drop to one and four. Uh, Tampa Bay minus eight and a half. Um, I think they're in a really good spot here because I do think the Falcons are a little bit overrated. I think Tampa Bay is easily going to win by two touchdowns here. So I'll gladly take that eight and a half and lay those points. And then my lock of the week, um, Jacksonville, two and two on the year. They're they're showing really good signs and playing really good football, uh, even though they blew that game last week. Uh, they're minus six and a half. Houston's coming into Jacksonville to play. I think they easily win by a touchdown here. So I'm going to go with them. My lock of the week, Jacksonville minus six and a half. 
Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that's the first time the Jags have been a big favorite in a, in a while. So you kind of think about, you know, how they match up in that spot. I, I mean, I think Houston's awful, but I did not want to touch that one. That one scared me, even with that favorable line. Yeah, if it was seven and a half, I'd probably ignore that, but I'd like the six and a half there and easily win by a touchdown. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Tommy, who are you rolling with for week five? Yeah, uh, I think you guys make some really good points. You know, Jacksonville was also a team that I was definitely looking at because um, I think Houston is ass. I'm still riding that prop. I don't think they're going to win more than two wins this season. Um, but with that minus six and a half, and I'm not really sure I have any trust in Jacksonville quite yet. I still think they need to figure some shit out, so I'm not touching them. Um, but talking about, like, Vegas taking a hit last week, I think they're going to juice some numbers a little bit and try to just fuck the Joes right up the ass. Um, so a couple of things I'm looking at Ravens minus two and a half at home against the Bengals. I don't think this is the Bengals team of last year. I don't think they're really that good. I don't think they're going to, I don't even think they're going to win the AFC North. I think that's going to be the Ravens Ravens spot this year. Um, I think Ravens have something to prove and it's a minus two and a half. Even if this comes down to a field goal game, I can still see the Ravens pulling that win out. Um, just also, you know, the home field advantage, weather's not going to be terrible for once. It looks like it's going to clear up on the East Coast. Uh, next one, I'm a little worried about this one, but I'm taking Panthers minus six and a half. Uh, I think, you know, 49ers had a good week last week. Uh, I don't really think they're that good. Um, you know, they're coming into Carolina. I think Carolina really needs a win. They're going to spark this team for the rest of the season. And I think this is just going to be the game to do it. Um, and then I'm looking at the Jets. I'm with both of you guys on that one, or with you, Brad, on that. Plus three and a half. I think it's going to come down to a field goal game. Uh, I still think Miami's the better team. I still think they're going to win the game. I don't think the Jets really have a chance of doing that. But I think if it does come down to it, it's really just going to be, you know, off the toe of, of their kicker. So taking the Jets as well. Um, and then my final pick, you know, I started off the season two and eight in the first two weeks. The last two weeks, I've been two and eight. I'm sitting flat, so I'm feeling a little ballsier than normal. You know, I don't really have to do amazing. Uh, I just need to go three and two. I think my other picks, you know, I'm confident I'm going to get at least two and two out of those. So the ballsy pick we're going to take is Steelers plus 13 and a half. Um, I, I know, you know, we had talked about this a little bit before the podcast, Johnny. Um, we've got a lot of injuries. You know, the, the defense is hurting. we got a brand-new rookie quarterback in his second game. They've said it's him. But I think for the offensive side, that's going to be their spark, and we're going to see more scoring than we've seen in the past couple of weeks. I don't necessarily think the Bills are, are really going to stop that. If so, I think we may just get a cheeky little, like, three-pointer here and there that's going to fuck that spread up for everybody who's just riding on the Bills because they're the best team in the AFC. Um, so I think that's that's going to be a great pick. And then my mortal lock of the week, that is going to be the Eagles. Uh, I still through and through think Kyler Murray is Kirk Cousins. They're both fucking garbage. I don't have any confidence in that offense or defense. Um, I think the Eagles are the best team in the league right now. Um, across the board, I think 4-0 is way too soon for them to – to drop the ball and lose that undefeated streak. I think looking at the schedule, at least going into their, their bye. Um, and if they do this, it's, it's not just going to be a, it's not just going to be a field goal. If they go in there, they're going to kick the shit out of them. So I'm taking Eagles minus five and a half for the mortal lock. So just to recap that Ravens minus two and a half, uh, Panthers minus six and a half jets plus three and a half Steelers plus 13 and a half and Eagles minus five and a half. Hey, for clear uh, Panthers are getting six and a half at home. Yeah, against, yep, against the Niners. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry about so, that. No, yeah, and I think what's interesting in the angle too, when you when you point out, you know, the new quarterback, Pickett, he gets the ball out quicker. That's going to 
help out that offensive line. I actually like the over in that game. I don't think they're going to be able to pre- – the Steelers are going to be able to pressure the Bills that much. I think the Bills are going to yeah. score a lot at home. I like the over in that game because I think Pickett's – he may turn the ball over, but they're going to, he's going to be ripping it down the field. I don't think he's going to give a fuck. Like, I – I like nope. the over in that game. So that's something that I'm looking at. Even that's a big spread too in a, in a high total game. That's telling you, I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this one. I I'm, am interested to see the weather before I lock in on that, but I'm, that's something I'm interested in on, on my side, just as a aside on that. Yeah. Um, I was looking into it. I think it might be like mid sixties, uh, low seventies for that Sunday game. Um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, it is in Buffalo. It's a dangerous territory to play. And I, I do agree with what you're saying about the like it being Kenny Pickett. He's a fucking rookie. They've got literally nothing to lose right now. They're one in three. When's the last time you really saw them stink this bad at the beginning of the season? And they just decided to bench their veteran quarterback for their fucking rookie and have stuck with that decision. Um, so I really think, like you said, they're going to air it out. Um, I, it was nice. I, I texted you about this. It was nice to see Pat Fryermuth actually get fucking targeted for once instead of the last <laughs> yeah. few minutes of the game. How are you not going to use, in my opinion, you know, at least one of the top 10 tight ends in the league um, when you do have dangerous weapons on offense. I think that offense is ready to go. Like, once they get some kinks out, that offense is going to be fucking dangerous, especially if Najee Harris can get his head out of his ass. It's just the defense here I'm worried about. So I think, like, you're right, that overlooks good as well. Uh, Jordan, now you were talking a lot of shit last week when you joined late. You know, this is what's going to happen. You end up going 1-4, and four, coming off a of 5-0 and oh week. Man, volatility over here for Jordan. Can he bounce back? I don't know. Is he a roller coaster? Let's see. So, you know, I I tried the same strategy two weeks in a row where, you know, on the commentary here, I I picked five picks and I flipped them or a couple of them. And, you know, the week before it worked out, I went five and oh, this week, one and four. So, you know, maybe I got to stick to my guns here a little bit. Maybe switching a pick here or there is okay. Um so, you know, I'll, I'll see what I do this week, but I'll, I'll tell you where I'm at this week right now. And I'm, I'm actually pretty confident with my picks and to Tommy's some of your points. I agree with some of them. I am going to have to argue with here. Um, so excuse me while my screen freezes. So I look at my notes. First of all, <laughs> chargers minus two and a half. They can win that game by a field goal. I mean, I'm not worried. Like the Browns are a good team there's potential for them to do well. Their defense is really good. They're going to put pressure on Herbert because they don't have Rashawn Slater at the left tackle. Right. And Herbert with his broken ribs, it's, it can be worrisome, but I still think they can pull it off even without Keenan Allen back yet um, to win the game by a field goal. Um, Tommy, I'm sorry, but I'm taking Buffalo minus 13 and a half. That is a big, big line. Um, you don't really see lines that big, but I mean, it's a rookie quarterback. Not that he can't develop in years to come, but we all know what rookie quarterbacks do, right? It takes time for them to develop. Some games are good. Some games are bad. Um, and that defense is, is still kind of shoddy without TJ Watt. Um, you know, and, and I still believe in that Bill's, that Bill's defensive front putting pressure on a rookie quarterback on a weak O-line, you know, I just don't see the Steelers covering two touchdowns. I just don't see it. Um, so it's a bold pick by me, but not my mortal lock yet. We'll get to that. Uh, Detroit minus or plus three and a half. New England favored, favored it here because they're at home. 
you know, I, I think coming off of a loss like they did, you know, high scoring game, I think Detroit ends up actually beating the Patriots here. Mm. Um, but if they're going to lose, they're going to lose in Detroit fashion and lose by a field goal. <laughs> like we, like we know, I mean, come on, that's a, that's an easy pick right there. Uh, Baltimore, Tommy, what I agree with you on uh, Baltimore minus two and a half. We were hearing some rumblings about Harbaugh being on the hot seat. Um, you know, I, I do agree with you, Tommy, that Cincinnati isn't as strong as they were, you know, last season and Baltimore, you know, they got to prove themselves. Uh, they could have beat Miami. You know, that's a game they should have won and they, they gave up. They could have beat the bills and that's a game they went conservative in the second half on should have won. Um, so I, I like them changing up their strategy here um, and and knowing that they really do have to win or they're going to end up having a losing record here in the first five games. Uh, so I like Baltimore at minus two and a half. And then lastly, my lock of the week. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you don't pick this team. Kansas City minus six and a half against mm-hmm. Vegas. All they need is a touchdown. Derek Carr is the most – overhyped quarterback that I have ever seen in my life. I do wow, not know. That's a statement. Yeah, I mean, but you've hyped him up. Uh, I, I have not hyped, hyped him up. up. No, don't put that all on right, me. All right, maybe not you, but Banishevsky's <laughs> hyped him up. That would be Mr. Kyle. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Banishevsky's hyped him up a lot. Okay. Uh, needless to say, uh, they're not that great. Yeah, they, they came off with a win. Now, if they were 0-4 heading into this game, I might be a little bit hesitant. That's part of my mistake last week was like, oh, they're on three. Maybe they'll lose. So I switched up my pick, but I should have never done that because, you know, they have enough weapons to, to beat the Broncos um, when they're on three. Great. If they go in that game two and one, I think the Broncos win. Uh, either way, Kansas city destroys Vegas in this game. Their line should be at 10 and a half to be honest. Uh, so I'm confident about that. That pick is my morning lock. Yeah, just yeah, a, just I, a I couple like quick notes on that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I like that pick, Jordan. It's just for myself. I'm 0-3 <clears> uh, this season on Monday night picks. They Just something about Monday night football, like shit just gets a little wonky, so I fucking stay away from those. And same thing with the international ones. I just – I'm not touching any of those games. It's a good it's, point. On this, at least. You know, on my on my, uh, my FanDuel account, I just throw money at them like it's my job, but <laughs> – it, interesting, interesting point. kind of your point to, to add here, Jordan. It is weird. I mean, on Run Your Pool, it's up to 7.5 on, on books now. But here, you know, it's saying basically a neutral is a 5.5-point game or 4.5-point game, which is, you know, mm-hmm. I think I don't think that's right any power-wise, but that's intriguing to say the least because, I mean, Vegas is going on the road. Now, Vegas has played them tight the past couple mm-hmm. years. You know, they had that one game where Gus Bradley sat in the cover three and got fucking blitzed the entire game by Mahomes, but other than that, they played them tight, so that, that's intriguing. Now, I will say, Detroit is also without Swift again and Amon Ross St. Brown. Mac Jones potentially may play. I think that's an upgrade over Zappi, so I don't know how that line's going to move. Josh Reynolds is proven that he can sub in and fill in at receiver there for, for the <clears> Lions. <throat> and Jamal Williams, if you're going to have a backup running back, it better be Jamal Williams. That guy's a stud. You know, he put up, I have him in one of my fantasy leagues, put up 25 points. He got two touchdowns last week. I mean, I'm not worried about them not having DeAndre Swift. I'm not worried about them not having Amon Ross St. Brown. They still put up 48 points, or sorry, 45 points 
um, you know, last week. And and that said, they did that with TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson had the game of his career. Like they have the weapons to do it. Their offense is firing off on all cylinders. It's their defense that is worrisome. Um, so you know, to your point, I kind of disagree there. But the defense could could kind of make me uh, be worried. I like it. I mean, with the hook, it's always safe. And then kind of you're in Tommy's point too. I'm intrigued to see how the Bengals, if that if they can't get their this offense going, passing the ball against this Ravens secondary, there's a big there's a big problem there. I mean, that's the only reason why I stayed away from this one. I love the two and a half. It's a great number. I, I mean, the Ravens give up 45 points to this Bengals offensive weapons. I mean, legitimately. This could literally be what the Seahawks and the Lions were doing last week where the Bengals get ripped apart on defense and then they just return the favor when they're on offense. I, I can see that. Yeah, and and you know what? That That is a worry of mine because Burrow, he can sling the ball. He's got the weapons to do it. He can and, – and where the Ravens are their weakest, they give up big plays, right? The secondary is not that strong. But the Ravens do have a good defensive front against a Cincinnati That's O-line fair. where yep. it's okay. Maybe yep. they're a little better. Maybe they're a little worse in some areas from last season. But Adafe Owe from Penn State, you know, shout out, Seven tackles. I think he had a forced fumble last week. I mean, and that's against the Bills. I I think that that defensive pressure can do just enough that the Ravens pull out and win by a field goal. You know, I, I, I it doesn't matter, you know, how much you can throw the ball or how well you can throw the ball when there's pressure in your face all the time. So, yeah, I mean, he could definitely be a game wrecker and the Bengals are susceptible to that. All right, boys. Well, that's our, that's our week five picks. Um, the rest of the panel will have theirs in so they can keep updated. But we're going to give you our analysis on this episode of The Peep Show. Hayes off. Go ahead and give everybody the social media to follow us on before we say goodbye. Yeah, go follow The Peep Show pod on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, go to my YouTube channel where you can check out the videos for, this, for these episodes. All right. Well, that's everybody was – Everybody who's on the side of me, good luck. Everybody who's fading me, eh, fuck you. No. the challenge all you gotta do is leave it better than you found it it's gonna get difficult to stand but hold your balance i just say whatever cause there is no way you're round everyone falls down sometimes but you just gotta know it'll all be fine it's okay Someday
days you wake up and nothing works You feel surrounded Gotta give your feet some gravity to get you grounded Keep good things inside your ears just like the waves and sound it And just say whatever cause there is no way you're grounded Everyone falls down sometimes But you just gotta know it'll all be fine It's okay Sunday best Hey, feeling good Like I should Winning the blue 